these are state-of-the-art uh, teaching facilities. People's expectations of the environment in which they will work or be taught have risen and universities have got to keep up with that. We've now set out a standard that the rest of the LSE really needs to, to follow. We've done something special here. Students really are impressed. Uh, this is what they've wanted for a long time. On the 5th of November 2008, staff, students, alumni and donors gathered at the London School of Economics to mark an important milestone in the LSE's history. The occasion was the opening of a new academic building by Her Majesty the Queen. The last reigning monarch to visit the school was the Queen's grandfather, King George V, in 1920. The ceremony represented the culmination of four years' hard work and £70 million of investment, £10 million supplied by philanthropic donations. LSE acquired the building in 2004 and it quickly became apparent that this was going to be no ordinary refurbishment. The first uh, challenge is just building in central London. Um, you've got higher construction costs, uh, you've got logistical costs of actually getting the materials to site. We need to get crane over sailing licences, we need to get access agreements, we need to get rights to light agreement. But by far the biggest challenge were the restrictions imposed by the planning authority. The planners at Camden sort of said, well look, hang on a minute, this is um, an original Edwardian Beaux-Arts uh, building built as Portland Stone. Uh, we don't want you to knock it down, um, we want you to retain the facades. The problem was that the original building was literally a rabbit warren of small rooms and narrow corridors. LSE's design called for large open spaces filled with light and providing a practical environment where students could gather en masse. The, the requirement for the 400-seater lecture theatre in the basement set the space requirements which really uh, define the space in this void, this atrium if you like, and uh, we can't have any columns going down through the through the lecture theatre and therefore everything above it had to be supported in some other way. The solution was challenging. The engineers decided to demolish the interior of the building whilst retaining the outside walls. To stop them falling down, they also retained a six metre wide perimeter of the original internal floors. But that didn't solve the problem of how to support the new internal structure without building massive columns. Traditionally, buildings are, are propped from the bottom up. Columns have, uh, have to be designed so they don't buckle, whereas if you turn it upside down, the, the loads that the columns or the hangers have to carry are exactly the same, but buckling is not an issue because they're in tension. By literally turning tradition on its head and columns into hangers, the engineers needed far fewer of them 
and those they did need could be considerably smaller. In the finished building, one end of all eight floors hangs from a vast steel truss in the roof. The result is a basement area filled with space and light. It's home to four state-of-the-art lecture theatres. I want you to do numerous lectures next to We want to do something which is a bit, or has a bit of distance, which is a bit more. The crowning glory is the 400-seat Sheikh Zayed Theatre. These are state-of-the-art uh, teaching facilities. These lecture theatres, the acoustics are perfect, the technology all works. They give you a, a, a certain uh, kick from going in and teaching in them. Uh, and it gives the students a kick from sitting in them. So, I mean, I think um, that's a terribly important element of the building. But the piece de resistance is one floor up, the stunning ground floor atrium. How you enter the building and how you discover that this actually has a completely new contemporary heart for us was quite important. When you walk through the doors, you know, and then you walk through this quite darker, quite confined space first, which will make the atrium, which is filled with light, so much more dramatic. transport interchange, anybody who comes into this building needs to go through this node here. And therefore, you might meet people you haven't seen for a long time or you always wanted to talk to or just something comes to your mind. So it's like this informal meeting. There's a lot of communication going on. Whatever level you are, you are at, you're only a half level from the next one. So for example, you come in and you're about to catch, catch a lift and you see, see someone you might want to say hello to and they're having a coffee just here. And it's not a full story away, it's a half story mm. away. You can wave, you, can, you know, acoustic, it's, it's enough for an acoustic connection. A cafeteria completes the architect's vision of a ground floor filled with casual meetings and social interaction. But most of the day-to-day -day business is conducted upstairs. For anyone who hates fluorescent light, the seminar rooms are a revelation. The entire building has been designed to maximize the available daylight. It was all part of the brief to win a Building Research Establishment Award of Excellence for Environmental Sustainability. We set ourselves a contractual requirement to get a very good sustainable building but we had a target of excellent which at the time was the the highest accreditation we could get for this uh, building the building is the first university refurbished premises to achieve a Briam excellence rating from the recycled materials and sustainable timber used to build it to the roof garden designed to increase biodiversity in the area, no expense has been spared to ensure that this building is as environmentally friendly as possible. But a finish to this standard could never have been achieved without the generosity of the LSE's donors.
the quality of the materials and the finish and the design. Going in and feeling your spirits lift by being in an environment which seems comfortable and pleasant. That's what the donors have been able to achieve. Four gifts of one million pounds and another 65 of 10,000 pounds or more has ensured that this building properly reflects the LSE's global reputation for excellence. Without that extra 10 million pounds, we would not have a building of anything like this quality and that would not do what we want it to do for the school's profile and reputation. But the real test of any building is the day-to-day -day experience of those who have to use it. First of all, I think we're, in an, uh, we're now in an environment uh, where we're all together. And so the possibility for communication and collaboration has been extraordinary. It's led to a real flowering, really, already of discussions that I think will lead to very important work. The offices are large and light. The technology all works. We're walking from our offices down the corridor to go to seminars. There's space for the students to be around, to catch us as we walk past. We are in an environment which is designed for a purpose, and it achieves that purpose, and I think that's a very important thing. I think it's great, like, compared to the old building. It's a new look, spacious, feels good to be in. The facilities are very nice. Um, there's a coffee shop there, so we don't have to go out and be in the cold. And there are lots of places where we can sit and discuss with other students. The law department, where I am, um, that they've got a meeting room that looks just like a courtroom. I think that's, that's one of the highlights of this building. It looks great, it looks great. My reason for really wanting the moot court was because it's, in my view, an essential part of legal education. The law firms, I think, these days do expect students to have very good oral presentation skills. After four years, I am incredibly proud. This is, this is you know, a great achievement. Project uh, on time, on budget, uh, and to a really high level of quality. That actually is very hard to achieve, and it's not just me, but the whole team have worked incredibly hard to get there. It's a very competitive market out there. We compete internationally uh, with a lot of the very well-endowed American universities. And I think what we've got here is something that people go, wow, we're a serious institution with serious real estate. This has given the LSE confidence. So we've got to bring up the whole level of the estate now to the quality of the new academic building.